Hello everyone, and welcome back to Reflections of Darkness, episode number three. Can you believe it? I know it was a bit late, but I was on vacation, and then I got back, and then I got sick, and then I got lazy, and then I just didn't do it. Now I'm releasing it, so now it's here. But again, welcome back to my lovely layer of eternal damnation, i.e. my bedroom. Uh, we have a, an amazing show for you tonight. At least I think it's amazing, and I hope you do too as well, also. And if you don't, well then, still give it five stars and tell all your friends. Yeah. Uh, tonight we're going to be talking about The Gate from 1987. And yes, I did say we. And no, I'm not talking about the royal we because I'm a queen. I'm talking about, I have my first guest, Mr. Christopher. Actually, I should say Sister Christopher. He is one of my closest sisters. And he is also a shitty horror aficionado. Should put that on a t-shirt. Uh, so yeah, without further ado, uh, or wait, do I have any other ado to do? <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess I can just do that at the end, you know. Okay. Enjoy The Gate. Tonight's movie is The Gate. And we have our very first and very special guest, Christopher. I didn't ask you if you want to be called by anything. Or if you wanted a pseudonym. Yeah, Chris is fine. Okay. You don't want to put anything else out there? Sweet cream, you know. She ain't ready for, she ain't ready she ain't ready for this. She's not ready to come out yet. Okay, okay. Maybe next time. Um, as you will find out sooner, maybe later, I don't know. But Christopher will be a guest host more often than not, because he knows a lot about shitty 80s movies. It's a passion. It is a passion. And it's a passion that, you know, we share. Thank goodness, or we wouldn't be friends at all. So yeah, so you want to dive right in? Yeah, let's dive into this. We're, we watched The Gate. Oh my god, The Gate, from 1986. And you, you've you never seen this before. Never seen this before. I don't know that I've ever even... I, I've not seen anything from it, like clips, memes, nothing. I'm very... Su- <laughs> I'm really surprised that you hadn't, because for me, I, I would rent this all the time as a kid. Yeah, but maybe it's, you know, in Vermont, because, oh, yeah. spoiler, he's from Vermont, is closer <laughs> to Canada, where this movie was clearly filmed. <laughs> they had HP sauce on the kitchen, so, whatever. But uh, yeah, it, yeah, for me, it was always, it was always at, like, the Mom and Pop video store, yeah. so I, kn- I know, like, the VHS box are, like, mm-hmm. in the back of my brain, and it's, no. Yeah, so it was like sort of a a very important stepping stone for me to in, into right. this particular area. Well, as film. people found out last week, I clearly have only watched the same like 30 movies over and over and over again, and I thought I've seen every horror movie, and I clearly haven't. The first two movies I did, I had never seen. Yeah. The first one I loved. The second one, meh, could go yeah. without. This one, it was pretty good. It had its points. Um. The opening music, good, basic. Opening credits, the yeah. four, there was no like cold yeah. open. No, no, no. It's just it's just red letters. Yes, on a yes, black yes. background. Yes, um, I do Spooky like scary. the the 
fake out the little kid walking through the empty house looking for his mother and his sister Al. Get to that later. And then he gets up in this fucking treehouse, which clearly could have been an inspiration for Treehouse of Terror. Uh, the creepy doll, the lightning strike, which was really cool how they did that. Yeah. Him falling in that tree. Very good. Gorgeous. I loved that. Hilarious. And then he wakes up and it's a fucking dream. Yeah. It was like a dynasty fake out. And for you out there who don't know what dynasty is, Google it. Um, (laughs) Fucking millennial assholes. Anyway. Uh, So yeah, then he wakes up. But but the tree has fallen over. Yes, the tree has fallen over. We find out he wakes up and these construction workers are cutting up this tree. And he just puts on his little red jacket and goes out there. Yeah. In the middle of this like... I don't know. I don't want to say construction zone, but it's but clearly like, a dangerous situation. A place where a child would get tetanus. <laughs> right. Tetanus or something. 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 Knocked out by a fucking, I don't know, crane <laughs> that they're using. Anyway. Then he, the little boy, they're moving all the trees out, and he finds this geode. Just sitting there. Gorgeous geode. That thing just would ready be to worth go. so much money. Ready to go. Yeah. Just ready. It's beautiful, sparkly. So then he calls... His weirdo friend, what was his name? Terry. Terry. Terry in the cool jacket. He had a cool jacket. He had cool jackets and like jean vests. Like we like those, but everything else. Terry was a pretty good fashion icon. Not with not with his pants up to his nipples. There's no way. Okay, the pants selectively were were questionable, but like. The glasses, the jean jackets, the jean vests. Not the glasses. What are you talking about? The glasses. I love the glasses. I love them. He had no lips. Big nerd glasses. Glasses, terrible hair. No chin. No. Fucking Alyssa Edwards, no chin. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, uh, nerd boy falls into the fucking hole that just swamp gas comes out of, gets another geode, a bigger one, that's still closed. Yeah. And they take it up... uh, and oh, they also, what is it, Stephen Dorff, or yeah. not Stephen Dorff, yeah. Yeah, the Steve, little boy. Yeah, Stephen Dorff plays a little kid. Gets a splinter. Get the world's most disgusting, largest, quote-unquote, splinter. splinter. But it's it looks like it's in, like, fucking, four. it looks like it's in strawberry jelly it, on his hand. Yeah. It's yeah. not, it's, it's, it's so not good. huge. Yeah. It's a chunk of wood. But, I mean, as we'll learn later, that was, like, the blood sacrifice. Well, yeah. So, spoilers, you know. Uh, so I put, you get to meet the sister Al, who is going from tomboy, let's say. Yeah, she's definitely transitioning from tomboy into girl that has dates. I was, I put Joe from Facts of Life to Blair. She wants, that's where she wants to go, but she doesn't quite make it. I think Joe is a harder look than even her tomboy look. Her it's tomboy true, but look she's was transitioning kind of out soft. of it. She's transitioning out of it. All the, she like, didn't have no leather jacket. No, but she had the flannel shirts mm. and the high jeans. It was the 80s. Everyone had the high jeans, apparently. I, I didn't. I, I don't know. Um, so we, we meet Al. We meet Al, and she's, again, transitioning from tomboy to girl. It's She's a high school girl. To woman. To woman, to woman. Girl to woman. Girl to woman. Oh my god, she's that Britney Spears song. <laughs> Don't bring that up. <laughs> I'm not going to put that clip in here. Don't even think about it. Uh, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, so we also, we meet her friends at this point, right? Yeah, she goes to get in the car with her 80s typical her, teen friends. Her friends. Crimped hair, 
Purple streaks, side ponies, so they giant bangs. have it going on. And all their clothes, except for the end with all that pastel posse shit. No. Oh. Everything at that party, those clothes were everything. Oh. You look good in all of them. The, the, these girls knew how to dress. Yes. They were, they went to the mall and they mauled hard. <laughs> and they got yes, the cutest the outfits. United colors ever. of Benetton. A lot of colors in that rainbow. Every, yes, they were at it the was mall. great. Shopping at the mall. Love it. Uh, then, okay, well, there, so, there, there's, we meet the parents though. Well, no, wait, we gotta do this first. We gotta do this first. Uh, the nerd has a bunch of moths in a jar. Yes. And I'm sorry, but all I see when I see that boy with fucking moths in a jar is like, can they breathe? I'm like, that's Buffalo Bill happening, okay? So, young this Buffalo movie Bill. Does, if you want to watch it from the perspective that Terry's character is Buffalo Bill, is clearly a horrible person in the main game. And a serial killer. It is very easy to see that. Yes. Like, this is a prequel to Silence woof, of the Lambs. Oof. Prequel. Yeah. All right. And then the little boy's afraid of the dark. We meet the parents. The matching matching husband, wife, 80s haircuts. Exactly. So terrible. Perm. The guy has like a soft mullet, and then she's just kind of a puffy perm. But still, they went to the same place to get it done. His his perm is a little bit more wavy. It's a little tighter. No, hers is tighter. No, hers is fluffy. She has that like... She has that, like, just, like, aggressive Brillo pad <laughs> texture. Sophia hair. Yeah, she, her hair Come was on, a little Sophia. bit more Sophia. And yeah. if you don't know what Sophia we're talking about, stop listening to this podcast right now and kill yourself. <laughs> it's from Golden Girls. Okay, I get it. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, so we've been seeing this, the inside and the outside of this house where the kid and his sister lives. Crazy layout. Yes, the house is unfortunate. Sensical. No, there's and all these different root like roof. It really looks like they petty corner doors. Yeah, it looks like they went to like a high school and was like, "Can we have your sets for a living room, Ugh. a kitchen, and a bedroom, and just give us everything you got, and we'll figure it out." The kitchen is the worst. The kitchen is the worst. It's I like mean, a canary yellow with purple and pink. Opposite walls. walls. Yeah. A striped rainbow tablecloth. Oh, and that ugly clownish looking lampshade. Lampshade maybe? hanging. That somebody light. made Ugh. that day. They were just a white. And they're like, I get a red Sharpie and just color some stripes on it. It is not good. Done. But we learned that the par- but we learned that the parents are going away for the weekend. Yes, and don't have a party. So what do you do when you're in an 80s movie? You have a party. Oh my god, party! And first we get the awesome shot of her crimped hair side pony. I wrote which is crimped amazing. hair side pony party. Yes. It's a side pony party. It's a side pony party. And it is... There's so um, much hairspray in that house. It's a rager, too. Oh, it is. And there's everybody smoking, is... They're smoking, they're drinking, there's music, somebody's dancing. Mm-hmm. And then somebody, I guess, gets the bright idea to... St- tell scary ghost stories. <laughs> and so they've got all these goddamn candles and these candles have the biggest flame on them. And I can only imagine it's because there's so much hairspray in that room. It's just in the, the air. fumes. Yeah. Just the fumes. It's about to go up. It's so much. Then fucking married to Jesus purity girl with a wedding ring in the shot. Yeah, that's the thing. Multiple times. Oh, it's just like cats. And in, in oh, Judy Dench, she I had, didn't you can see, see her, you can see her wedding ring in some shots. Oh uh, yeah, 
Anyway, just like Bible purity ring, whatever, awful outfit, nerd girl. I don't know how she got an invite to this cool party. Goes, let's do some witchcraft and like let's <laughs> levitate some people, but they can't lift up teenagers. So they grab her little brother and he's like, and they levitate him, and he actually levitates up to the ceiling. He he had some, he he had the fizzy lifting drink. Yes, yes. Crashes into, into the, the ceiling and the light, and then rips a sconce off the wall, and then cries and that, runs to his room. That sconce had it coming because it was ugly. Well, everything in the house. But then nobody is freaked out. They're just like, oh yeah, this, the kid just levitated into the ceiling. Yeah, Whatever, you know. Don't cry. Everybody's done shit. Uh, I got pantsed in the gym, and I threw up on this guy. I wanted what? to know more about Al getting pantsed. What was that about? I know, it was out of nowhere. Who but. did it? How did she recover <laughs> socially? But how are these people like, oh, yeah, he just levitated. I still can't get over that. And they're yeah. just like, oh, whatever. I mean, they're all drunk and high. They're teenagers. They're just I like, guess. Mm-hmm. I guess. Mm. I don't know. Um, so then we get, uh, so they all just go to sleep. And then the yeah. Terry stays over. I don't even know. What's the little boy's name? Stephen Dorff. What, <laughs> what was his character's name? I have no I idea. Just, his name is Stephen Dorff. Anyways, he stays in that boy's movie. bedroom. And the boy comes out and he sees his dead mom. Oh, spoiler. Terry's mom is dead. Oh, yeah. Terry's mom died a few months ago. And it looks like they haven't cleaned their house since. Oh, God. It's disgusting. And the father's totally absent. And he's Terry's really into like metal and death and... Uh, I mean, as one is at that age. You know, he's he's going down a path, serial killer. Um, not that metal makes you a serial killer, but he's it got all the classic signs. Yeah. So he sees his dead mother, and he goes to hug her, and he's hugging her, and then all of a sudden, he's holding a dead dog. Their dog. Their dog, Angus, right? Angus, yes. the dog that died. Oh, my God. Okay, then he just kind of throws the dog down, and I'm like, like serial killer. Uh, mean to animals, kills moths. Listens to metal. May have had something to do with this dog's demise. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know that. Could have hugged him to death. We don't know. (laughs) So yeah, dead dog. There's. I also have this note that says crawling wall effect. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. During the night when Stephen Dorff's character is like half awake, half asleep. Oh right, right, right. The moths are in the wall. Yeah, the moths cast a shadow on the wall, and then like there's. That Freddy Krueger, like, something behind the wall, like, pushing through kind of a deal. Okay, so cut to the next day. We've got the sister Al in an awesome Joker outfit. Green top, purple pants in her yellow kitchen. Purple jeans. Purple jeans, yes. Purple jeans. And they're like a nice lilac. Yes. And then what happens? The pastel posse. All the girls of Benetton <laughs> come in, and they're all, in all different shades of pastels. All both of them. All, well, yes. <laughs> all three of them now are just like the pastel posse. And yeah. The girl's hair is unfortunate. The one girl has four different color socks on. So it's like this, like, in the back is like parted. It's and, like a bob. And it's like a bob in the back. And in the front, it's just straight But it's up. like, it's it's like a something about Mary. It's worse than that. Because it's also up. ratted and straight Yeah. Up. Yeah, she put effort into that. She put some into that. Oof. Yeah. Um, there's some great conversation between the kid and the teens. What happened last night? What? The levitation. You guys were there. Hey, little man. That was just an illusion. What do you know? 
lover boy. What is your problem? You, Alexandra, you're acting like a baby. Just shut up. Fag. Hey. Trez uncool. Then you get the... If you don't like... Uh, what is the word I want? The word fag? That's the word I want. <laughs> well, then you don't want to watch this movie because they use it a few times. It's, it's two, or three, two or three times? Yeah. But like, well, that's a the, lot, and especially like, when you're not the expecting first it. First time, the first time, Steven Dorf is just Steven like, Dorf's character throws it out at this girl. No, the he, guy eating a cereal. Oh, that's right, he's eating a cereal. Oh, yeah. Al's boyfriend is over during breakfast, and they're eating, and he's just like, "The dog died. We should totally call mom and dad." And blah blah blah. blah. They're not listening to him, and he like leaves. He like leaves the room, and he just like randomly just like throws he is, throws it out at Al's boyfriend, and he's just like. Bang! And just like he's yes. walking, this is—it's kind of a boss moment. It is. I know that it's terrible. No, it to is say terrible, that, but it is but hilarious when so it happens. Hilarious. Especially when, like, now I have—it has no power over me. But back then, it would have. I'd have been like, "Oh my god, I can't believe he said that." Anyway, but yes, uh, but this is also the scene where we get to see the pineapple bolo tie that one of the pastel oh. posse is wearing. It is, and it's not even—I mean. It feels weird to say this. It's not even a good <laughs> bolo pineapple tie? bolo tie. Is but there like, such a thing? But it looks it looks weirdly handmade. Well, yeah, it could it have been. They like, could have made it in like it looks like a one of a kind. Like, oh, I'm sure. It, Who it else did, would have this? It looked heavy in a way that bolo ties I wouldn't expect to be yes. heavy. It it did not look great. Yeah. All Ugh. right. So then we cut to Terry. In his bedroom, listening to death metal. Yeah. That is the Book of the Dead that somebody's just singing to. Yeah. And he figures out that what they did last night with the splinter and the levitating and uh, what was the other thing? The dog. The dog sacrifice, that they opened a portal to hell. And so they have to close it. Um, and they're going to do this with the help of the dark book. The dark book by Sacrifix. Which, which is... A- which is called the Deem- the Bible for Demons? Yeah, I don't know. Which was a very confusing statement for I was like, yes. what does that even mean? Right. Uh, this is also where, well, afterwards, I think this is where Brad goes to find, or goes to get rid of the dog's body. In, he, like, the world's worst ways. Right. Well, he goes... Where does he go first? Like he tries pound? to go to an animal hospital first, and he they're says... They're closed. He, yeah, they're closed. He's like, no vacancy, pal. And it yeah. just cuts to a shot of this dead dog. <laughs> Poor dog. Oh. And they so he brings oh. it back to their house, and he's, like, ringing the bell with the dog in his arms. Like, Try and kick in the hey, door. I'm here, yeah. your dog. He goes around back. What does he find? The hole. Of course, the hole. So what and are you going to do? Get it, put it in the hole. Put it in the hole. Got to do it. Got to. Uh... Al comes back, trying to mend fences with, uh, I still don't know this boy's name. I got to find this out. Uh, Steven Dorf. Steven Dorf. Dorf. Dorf? Dorf. What is it? Dorf? Dorf. Anyway, trying to, you know, mend things. He got him a new rocket. And they set up the rocket, like, immediately. And Steven Dorf, Glenn, his name's Glenn, pulls out this just box of matches in his pocket. Yeah. I'm like, that's not safe. I'm like, this was the 80s, I understand. But yeah, just have a box of matches in your pocket? Well, I mean, that's what ha- that's what you do when your parents are out of town. You have you have drink and smoke and levitating parties and <laughs> carry 
matches in your pocket. I guess so. You know, but it's fun. So the uh, girls are having a little slumber party night. So the three girls, uh, AJ, no, what's her name? Al. Al. Uh, useless Al. and annoying. The yeah. other two. <laughs> the other two. They streak her hair. <gasps> And the two boys are in the closet looking for a rocket, and then they find a gun, and I was like, oh, this is going to go bad. It's like a PSA from the 80s. Don't play with your dad's gun. Oh, no, it's loaded. Yeah. Uh, I learned it from you, Dad. uh, The the two girls come in and have that (laughs) iconic line with, What are you doing? Um, Probably fagging off. (laughs) What'd you do to your face? None of your beeswax. Four eyes. I think it's a definite improvement. Yeah. Hey, eat your feet, dwarf. Suck my nose till my head caves in. Why don't you grow up? Drop dead. Up yours. This song. Why don't you shut up? Which is, you know, probably fagging off. Which I don't, I don't, I don't condone this at all. I love that used as a verb. <laughs> probably fagging off, you know. Is that like faggy jerking off together? Or is that like, I don't know. I, it could be. It could be anything. I guess. Like, it could be as innocent as just watching. Kissing. Like, That's not innocent. I don't know. <laughs> listening to some Judy Garland albums. Like, that. <laughs> like it could be innocent. It could be sweet. She Totes doesn't know. Off. Listen to she Judy Garland albums. She doesn't know. <laughs> Useless and or annoying don't know what goes on in that world. They don't know a lot. They're Ugh, terrible. Those two. Uh, then oh. we have some sort of moth special effects that were terrible. I don't know what that was from, but I wrote that it was terrible. Um, the mods break through at night. Oh, yeah, break through the window. In Glenn's bedroom, they break through the window, and, like, they're just everywhere, and they're huge. But they're, like... And it's, like, this chroma key effect that's really rough around the edges. I have no idea what that is, but I'm glad you do. It uh, Yeah. Uh, this is also where you get the bed under the monster arms, which are really cool. I like those. Slimy, giant Giant. The, the one at the end is really, really oh. long. It's got, like, two joints on it. So, like, because this movie, because I saw this movie as a kid, there's certain sequences of it that totally stick inside my brain in terms of just being, like, illogical childhood fears and giant, slimy hand underneath the bed. Easily totally top one of them. Top five. Well, top five of my illogical fears. Of one my thing childhood. we did miss though, right before oh. the monster arms, was the Terry and the dead dog switch. So there's something moving under that blanket, and they think it's Terry, and they're like, "Oh, that's really funny." And Terry's behind him, like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. And they pull back the cover. That and was it's a the pretty dead good dog. moment. That was yeah. a pretty good moment. Yeah, it was a good switch. I liked it. Uh, <laughs> then they run again, and they go out the front door, and who's there but the terrible haired parents? But it's not them. It's I also love this moment. Yes, this moment's great. And this is great. also in my top five of illogical fears as a child. <laughs> oh, your dad's head caving in and being full of slime like, and falling off? The the the, fa- the parent fake out with the face melter. And then the mom just is, cackling The like mom crazy. is loving it. Demon mom is like oh, so amused by she, all of this. She should have got an Oscar for that. that just that like, laugh alone. Yeah. This is so good. I will put it in. Oh. Yes. Uh, then you see, you finally get to see the little, oh, they go back in the house, they go out the back door. Yeah. And then you see the little 
what we thought were claymation, but they're not. We looked it up. Well, some of the shots are claymation. Not all of them. Some, well, they said they were forced perspective yes. people in little suits. Yeah, but they're... Uh, but, but the way they're moving... But they we're talking about these two, these, these like, demon creatures... Yes. ...that are about, like, I don't know, like, they're knee tiny. high. Yeah, maybe not even that. Yeah. But I'm like, why don't you just kick them? They're just tiny! Kick them! They just look so creepy. They did. They look like... They are like, legitimately creepy in that kind of, like, way that only practical effects can look. But they look like the monsters from Sleepwalkers when you see them in the mirror. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they look almost yeah. exactly like that. Yeah. When was Sleepwalkers? 90... Oh, really? Something 90s? early 90s? 90 Loves, or 91? I own that movie I don't even know. Anyway. Mm. So, yes. Parents' head falls off. Crazy claymation things. Uh, oh, they go to use the phone. Or no, the phone's ringing. The phone's ringing, she yeah. She answers it, and it's very... I thought it was going to be very, like, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street where the tongue comes out. Yeah. But it lights on fire. Which I think is pretty awesome. It was, but the, I like the uh, effect on the wall where it like melts it into itself. Into itself, yeah. That it like was implodes. Cool. I, yeah. Some of the effects in this movie were good, and some were just terrible. And I, I've looked up, I, it doesn't say anything about who did it, like maybe if it was multiple people did certain things. Yeah. Some people need to be fired, some people need to be good. Ugh. Uh, oh, God. Oh. So they go look back in the back, and the hole is there again. And it's yeah, something's mystery happened. mystery hole. Yes, and it's glowing purple, and we have a lovely rendition of purple hole. Purple hole. Purple it's Prince in the hole. hole purple <laughs> hole. I only want to see you dancing in my purple hole. That's making the podcast. Purple hole. (laughs) That is making the podcast. Sorry about it. Happening now. Uh, Then the dumb... They try to close it with the Bible verse, which whatever, they're going to do it. They're working on it. All this stuff is sucking back in it. Looks like it's working. Then Terry, stupid, falls down the hole. And he falls forever. But it's kind of amazing. It's a great shot. It's a beautiful shot. It it is... (laughs) It makes him. It makes it look like he has fallen down into the hole, the length of a football field. Yes, it's very just, uh, down into the just hole and all the way to down to hell. Yes, like yeah. And the little like <laughs> demon creatures, the little tiny yes. ones, come out. And like the first one's like, what? What's happening? And he like waves at it, and then the second one just runs out and bites Bite. him in the leg. <laughs> I was like, kick them, kick them across the room. <laughs> so then he has to like climb back out of this hole, which takes forever because he it went was down so far, like five miles. Yeah, down and she like they the give him like a little the, yeah. rope swing, which doesn't even go like four feet into the hole. No, but he finally gets out, and they close it, and they. It explodes, and then it fills in, and they're all happy and jumping up and down on the hole, which, you know, smart, because if it goes back down, they go back in the house. Everything's totally cool. No. Yeah. They hear noises. (gasps) Remember? Noises. Noises in the closet. Ooh, that's right. And they open the closet, and guess what? It's useless and annoying, with garlic around their neck, and (laughs) candles, and knives, and the sign of a cross. Oh, so helpful in a crisis. They're the worst. They were the worst. Oh. And then, uh, I have this thing. Oh, yeah. So, Terry gets sucked into the wall by the D, the zombie guy, who he yes. made up. And then he wasn't there. And I was, in my head, I was like, oh, I bet he wasn't even real. 
Yeah, that I was... bet this was like very. Uh, what's that Fight Club? And it was all in Glenn's head. <laughs> you know, Terry wasn't there the entire time. It was just Glenn <laughs> telling him to like open this thing, say this demon thing. You know. Yeah. But sadly, it was him. Uh, he runs to get the gun because the little demons are back. Yeah. What is he? What does he find? It, what does he find? What does he find inside that closet? Uh, t- uh, it's Terry, right? Demon Terry. Demon Terry. Who just, like, starts biting him. Who just grabs onto his hand and won't let go. It's very strange that these demons are very focused on biting people. They are very bitey. They like, very they have bitey. these claws on their hands. Not gonna use those. Nope. Like, just bite people. Well, that, and before, just like you bite said, people. the demons broke through that one door, but then the closet door that's just slats, they're like, eh, we're not gonna do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dumb. Dum, dum, dum. Yeah, these demons are very selective about what they will and will not use. But I do like how they got Terry, Demon Terry, off of him. Barbie leg to the eye. Just stabbing him in the eye Ow with a Barbie leg. rushes in, yeah. there to help out Glenn, picks up a Barbie. She looks around. I don't, there's a gun uh, here somewhere, but like, she's like, look at shot, that Barbie. Shotgun, um, hanger, oh, Barbie leg. Get yeah. that Well, you know, in the 80s. Right in the eye. Barbie's foot was like fucking... She was almost on point all the time. Yeah, but wasn't it like bendy? No, nah, well, a little bit. It, I don't. But like, she only stuck it in like that far up to the knee, and you saw the blood. After but that thing up. like stuck inside of Demon Terry. Demon eye. Terry's eye socket. But they do like also like fucking with eyes in this movie. We'll get yeah, to we'll get to yeah. That's coming up, and that's a pretty good one too. I love uh, that. So yeah, I I comment again in my notes <laughs> that I like the little creatures. I think they're really well done. Yeah, there's this one shot of the the guy that Terry made up about being dead inside of the walls of their house, and that's he falls good. over, and as soon as he hits the ground, they all he like turn into the little turns into, Yeah, people. it's really great shot. It is really really cool. really cool stuff. Another one that's really cool is. Towards the end, after Al and Terry have been sucked into the walls, uh, the floorboards of the house start falling oh, yeah, yeah, into yeah. this giant pit. And it is a really cool shot. I don't know how they did it, but it was a cool shot. Uh, then you see the monster at the end, which is the giant monster from the Book of the Dead <laughs> with the little arms. and It, it looks... So confusing. It does. Because, because it does not look like the coolest, most badass demon no. that whatever is beyond the gate. He looks like Gumby's bad cousin. Yeah, it just, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's not as good as the, like, little claymation The little demons are legitimately creepy. If they had, like, one giant of that, that'd be cooler. I think that's what they were trying to do, but, like, yeah, it just doesn't work out. Uh, (laughs) The monster just kind of touches him, and he gets an eye on his hand, Glenn. Yeah, he looks at his palm. And it's an eye. His palm winks at him because he has an eye there. Honestly, like, gives me like shudders ugh. of like, how do you like, how would you like jerk off with an eye on your hand? You'd be looking at you would totally close. get some in your eye. And it would burn. It would burn. <laughs> it burns. Um, boy flying out of the house. Oh, that's right. The demon, the like the king demon basically does something he, like knocks Glenn over. Oh, right. And basically sends him flipping head over heels multiple times also bad effect out of the house yes totally would have died this would have killed him is probably the most laughable effect in this movie yes oh god well then no he just shoots him with a rocket like the plastic fucking rocket that goes into his chest and kills him I mean this is a fucking demon okay and a little toy rocket is gonna kill it so question I feel like rockets as toys for children, 
Like, I know that they, they still exist. Yes. But, like, if those feel like a very uniquely 80s thing. I guess. I never had one, so I don't know. That's but. what I was going to ask. Like, did you have one of those as no. a kid? Or did you do no. that science experiment? No. But I've seen it, and they, they really don't have that much power. No, they really and, don't. And the one he had was, like, there was fucking booster rockets at it, and again, it was bad. It was not smart. And then when the demon dies, he turns into little purple <laughs> sparks that fly up into the air and make purple fireworks. The f- and it, it just looks like 4th of July. Yeah, totally. It purple 4th of July. It just looks like purple 4th of purple. July. So, I, one thing I don't understand, and like, are we towards the end here? Yeah, we're getting there. Yeah, we're pretty much at the end. We're at the end. Uh, okay, the sun comes up, you know, the demon is dead, the, it's a new day, and this house is fucking destroyed. Wrecked. Rubble. Wrecked. Tear it down and start over. Like. And they don't. Show the parents coming home. <laughs> Even if they just showed a shot of the parents driving up and like stopping with their eyes like huge, like, it like, would have been hilarious. Or, or like you see a car drive up and it pans away and you hear off screen like the mom just go, "What? I can't. What's happening in my house?" Exactly blah, 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 anything. Blah. But all we get is Terry saying, <laughs> "Do you think they'll notice?" No. Okay. I mean that was funny, but. I wanted to see the parents react. I wanted to see the the father's head explode for real because this house is destroyed. That is, that is the that is actually pre- pretty interesting because it's like after you do the parent fake out, that's the last time you see those you, you see anybody in the role of of the parents. The parents. Yeah. And so like yeah, what they were probably missing was like some sort of callback to that moment. Right. The kid like the parents show back up, the kids like hesitant to hug them or something. Right, and, exactly. Yeah, that would that have been, been pretty interesting. But, I mean, it ended. Uh, we do know that there is a gate two. I have not seen that it's, either. It's, it's not that. It's, but no. Terry comes back, the actual actor and the character. Yeah. So we know that he there is a tie-in somehow. Yeah. Um, the last time I remember watching it, I remember thinking, this is not nearly as good as the first one. Oh. Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, so that was The Gate from 1986. What were, uh, you, what were your thoughts as somebody who has never seen this before? Uh, I don't know that it would be one that I go back to a lot. It was interesting okay. and fun. Like if it was on, I'd probably like if I was just skipping around and I saw it coming yeah. in the middle, I'd probably finish it. It's kind of fun. And I like the little claymation guys and some of the effects. Yeah. For me, it's sort of like because of seeing it as a kid a it's bunch nostalgic, of times. Yeah. There's a, a really strong nostalgia vibe with it. And to be honest, like in my brain, it sort of is like a horror movie version of the Goonies. Because uh, it has but the Goonies are so good. But like think, this isn't think about <laughs> but like Glenn's character is a lot like Mikey's. He has an older sibling who's kind of treating him like garbage. Yes. He has the the but best I mean that's just like an mouth. 80s trope. I mean that's just you. That's in a lot of 80s movies. Yeah. You know. But it, but it, like, but like when I think of when I think of that movie, I think of like that's the kind of tone or sensibility that I think it's striving for. Okay. Okay. Um. So yeah, I think it's I think it's maybe one of those things is like 80s kids probably have stronger. Right, the ones who uh, watched this. Memory, yeah, they probably have stronger feels for this. Right, I'm sure when this came out, though, it wasn't... Was it well-received? Do we know? Oh, I have no idea. I could probably look I mean, I'm pretty up. sure it was okay, but, like... But it was not. 1986. I feel like 86 to, like, 
89 was like transition years of movies it, and shit. It looked like peak 80s was happening in this movie. Well, it looked like peak... Uh, peak... Fa- la- but peak like Peak 80s fashions for ladies. No, like peak... All over this movie. What's the word I want? Uh, you know what everybody thinks the 80s look like? You know? Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, that's it wasn't, not really what they were wearing. It wasn't... Nobody was wearing like day glow stuff but it was almost on par but, i mean we had the pastel posse kind of representing and all the crimped that. hair and oh, and we got to remember this was canada so much crimping this was canada in the 80s so yeah so it was just a little bit behind where we were <laughs> at that point the hair crimping budget amazing i mean i need a hair wor- worth every penny worth every penny <laughs> fuck yeah who does and the hairspray budget too Oof. It was good. Oof. Uh, so, yeah, that was, again, The Gate from 1986. Uh, is there anything you want to plug? Do you... Any final thoughts? I think I think this is a movie that I would... I would... I think I would, I would want to share with other people so they can see, like... If they can see, like, something that maybe isn't super scary. Oh, it's not scary at all. Well, I mean... There's some creep. I, I feel like some of the special effects were better the than others. The zombie was good, but like the little claymation people were good, but not scary to me. No, like no. I, like it's this. It's this 80s. would be a good entry level into a good entry level movie to kind of get into eighties horror, right? Because it has. It has like the Spielbergian kind of kids in danger. Very. Themes. The opening reminded me of E. T. Yeah. You know, suburban kid on his bike. Yeah. So, so like, I feel like it's that, I think it's like that kind of transition film and I'll I'll have to look it up again. I don't know if this was PG 13 or just a really hard PG rating with people dropping the F bomb. (laughs) Uh, It was PG 13. Okay. 1987. Okay. Oh, 1987. Filmed in 86. Yeah. Filmed in 86. Okay. That makes sense because like. Yeah, there's parts of it where I'm like, like, oh, this is kind of like PG-13, kind of like spooky, scary, are you afraid yeah. of the dark kind of material? But a little darker. Like I said, a little darker it reminded than me of uh, Return to Oz, that kind of feel yeah. to it. Yeah, because everything was just like, it's a chill, it definitely is a movie for ch- made with children in mind. Right, but it's dark. But it is significantly darker than maybe... The, are dark in a way that I think like a lot of '80s movies were for kids. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so yeah, I, I I kind of like that 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 atmosphere, that ambiance. Totes. Yeah. Totes. Totes. Okay. Well, that is all, uh, and we will say goodbye. Did you? You don't have anything to plug? Instagram, Facebook, nothing. I'm good. (laughs) People know where to find me. I'll put my plugs after this. Yes. Well, again, that was 1987's The Gate. I know I kept saying 1986, but it's 1987. Whatever. Uh, So, yeah, that was our first guest co-host thing. It went pretty well. Sister Christopher is amazing. Uh, rating, we didn't rate it on there and we forgot, but I give it, I don't know, six out of ten purple holes. <laughs> so yes, my rating system, I'm just going to pull something from every movie and use that. So yes, six out of ten purple holes. Probably wouldn't go back, but 
it was a fun watch. And if it was on, like if I was flipping through the channels, if I had cable, like a normal person, uh, I'd stop and watch it because uh, it's pretty fun, but not a go-to first-in-line movie for me. Still, pretty good. Uh, anyway, if you guys have any questions, comments, or anything, you can message me on Instagram at Reflections of Darkness or my personal Instagram, Evil Queen SF. So give us a follow. Uh, also subscribe to the podcast, rate and review it. Five stars are great Four are okay, but five are better. Definitely leave me a review and also leave me any comments, you know, things I could do better, things you like, things you don't like, things, uh, movies you want to, uh, see in the future or hear me talk about in the future. Uh, so yeah, until next time, this is evil.